Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. As always, a big thank you to our patrons over at Patreon and especially to our newest patron, Hadi, who you can find on Twitter at love underscore life underscore seven six three three as always your support means absolutely everything so thank you once more to all of our patrons over at patreon so let's get into it okay andy so roma they earn a one-to-one draw in the first leg of the conference league the competition that my humanity more or less hinges upon as a roma supporter so i i think mostly everybody's going to have a similar uh, point of view of this one not going to be overly ecstatic excited now when you step backwards one to one i would assume most people would have taken that uh, they would have snatched your hand for that i i don't know too many people that are really complaining about the actual result but it, yep. it, it does seem like most of the um, gripes in regards to yesterday evening have to do with the performance and and i can't really disagree with that uh, particularly from the start um of both halves really i thought roma um the first 15 minutes of the match and then the first 15 minutes uh, after the break they they certainly looked um uh, just a step below leicester however they also had good scoring opportunities uh, i thought that one in the 80th minute where tammy abraham he does the 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 back heel to Oliveira. I thought yep. that I thought they were going to pull something out of their backside, but I mean, can we really have many complaints? Because I think I have to agree with Mourinho on this uh, almost one hundred percent when he says that five to six months ago this would have been a defeat, and I, I think he's spot on. Now there were individually some pretty disappointing performances. I think the one uh, mostly everybody seemed to jump to was uh, Tammy. He he, he looked. Um, just a bit off, but for how good and how effective he's been this season, I, I don't think how you can hold uh, yesterday evening against him whatsoever. But I, I think once more, if you could have laid out the, the the situation to people, okay, Roma, they're going to draw one-to-one in the first leg away, and then the second leg is going to be in Rome at the Olimpico, a packed Olimpico, I mean, I would assume 99% of people would have taken that scenario going into leg two, yeah? Yeah, and, and uh, again, I, I I will say exactly what I said after that Bodo game. I like my chances. Uh, if you told me that we would, you know, we would leave the King Power Stadium with a 1-1 draw, I would have been ecstatic because that would have meant that the team... Uh, you know, the team responded accordingly. They did not panic. They did not get overwhelmed. Um, Leicester score, score a goal that is quite lucky. Um, were, they, were they more dominant in possession? Yes. Were they, in, you know, incredibly better than us? I don't know. I don't know if that translated to... To, to a really good game from Leicester. I think the, the game was uh, was a, sort of a typical clash of mentalities, a typical clash of the Italian side that is used to uh, a specific kind of rhythm and a specific yes. kind of pace. And then 
the English side that just, you know, keeps on going no matter what. Uh, and that does not automatically translate into, you know, Leicester having a really good game. Uh, the fact that Roma were in, in a position to win it probably is what makes this, you know, bittersweet. The fact that Roma were 1-0 up, and then after scoring that goal, they basically held on to dear life and, you know, ineffectively so. That surely makes you look at that result in a, in a different way but you're going home you're going you're going with the with the with the sort of knowledge that it's now it's really i mean the the ball is in your is in your uh, court um this is this is really for the taking like had we gone there had maybe lester even wanted one to zero you already feel you already feel different i still yeah. have my chances then but it feels different it feels like Oh man, this is this is tough because this is what we, we really wanted, and look at us. And now instead, it's still it's we're right there, and it's in our home with our with our supporters, um, all the players and Mourinho know what that they've seen. You know the 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 energy they felt the energy of the supporters in the moment of need. Um, and again, it's 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 really it's a really good scenario that I don't think anybody would have said no to before the game. Um, it's uh, the the for me, as I said in the last episode, the most important thing was not to see the, a, a Roma team get completely embarrassed and overwhelmed by the tempo of the opponent. Did Leicester, you know, create more? push us around, uh, bully us a bit with their pace, with their rhythm. Sure. Um, because, first of all, it's, again, Italian teams always struggle with that. And then Roma are just not yeah. equipped, you know, under uh, different aspects, are not equipped to handle that. Um, when your man of the match is, I would say, Chris Smalling. For all, oh, without you, doubt. I, yeah. I mean, he was superb. <laughs> he, he was incredible. <laughs> Um, he was incredible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially too considering, and I, I, I said this in the patron chat, um, it, there's just something about Ibanez this season and even Mancini to an extent where they really are, uh, um, I, I'm trying to think of how you would like translate it into English, like a, a feast or famine type of players, it seems like. Um, now, on on the goal, I, I, I completely agree with you. I, I didn't. Even though Leicester had more of the possession, I think that that goal was entirely preventable. I <laughs> I don't think in that action, if you play that, redo that action 10 times, Roma, they, they probably don't concede at all on, uh, on nine of those. But in that instance, of course, they did. But obviously, I think the big thing coming out of this one beyond, again, I, I thought Smalling did well. Uh, Tammy was a bit off. I thought Pellegrini did well. Zalewski on the left was superb. I, I can't get enough of his action on the goal. Just perfect, picture perfect, in my opinion. The, the, the thing that obviously worries me, and I think worries most people coming into this, is Mkhitaryan. He's going to miss. He will not be available for the second leg. And that is sort of the the real head scratcher because since he's moved into this new hybrid role, okay, I, there is nobody even close 
who uh, is a, a, a like for like change, so to speak, who uh, you could swap him out and say, okay, well, he's not at the same level, obviously, but at least this player still has a similar uh, way of uh, interpreting football, uh, has a similar way of playing. They don't have that for that role at Mkhitaryan, who, again, has this very interesting uh, hybrid attack, midfielder role. It's it's almost like uh, Fantasista with, I, I don't know, uh, the defensive uh, duties of a Metzala or something. It, it's just a very unique way he plays that Mourinho has uh, created for him. My worry is that you just, anybody you put in there, Vera to uh, Oliveira, whoever, you're just lacking something, particularly from a attacking point of view. How worried are you about his absence? Well, the good thing is that it happened now. I mean, it, it, mm. uh, 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 you know, there will be time to prepare, to find alternatives. Obviously, you're not going to be able to replicate the, the amount of, of effort and uh, the work rate and, and you know, the, the, the stability that Mkhitaryan provides in the midfield as well as the, the, the attacking output. Um, it's, it's something that Mourinho clearly carefully worked on throughout the season. And once that is gone, Roma lose a lot. Um, right now, if you take off, say, Mkhitaryan uh, and, and, and Zalewski, mm. those two, um, you lose really a lot yes. uh, in terms of just creativity, ability to move forward. Um, what an so interesting will... turn of events that is just in yeah, terms exactly. of uh, the, exactly. the, the, this new three-man system. Uh, Zalewski, I mean, we went from Vigna being considered like a real top shelf replacement uh, in the short term for Spinazzola to, I mean, he comes on now and I don't know about you, but I get a a physical reaction when he comes on and it's not uh, (laughs) in the good sense. (laughs) Well, but you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that once again, you know, a year ago, we, we lost three of our best players in that moment, right? Remember we're playing Manchester United, Paolo Lopez was the goalkeeper of Europa League. It seemed like he was born to play in the Europa League <laughs> that year. Yeah. yeah. Spinazzola. Spinazzola goes down. And Veretout himself, who now has been heavily criticized. And um, there, let's just say that his reputation has suffered throughout this year. But those three went down. And Roma, you know, had to face Manchester United once again with, you know, having to to busy themselves finding alternatives finding solutions uh you know trying to fix to put a band-aid on on this situation and once again Roma find themselves in a position where easily one of their best players because I've maintained that sort of the the backbone of this team in this season are the veterans Smalling, Rui Patricio and Mkhitaryan you lose Mkhitaryan, you lose, uh, I would say, a good 25% of what uh, made this team click over the last couple of months. Um, so it will be challenging, but it will also be interesting uh, to see, you know, again, these are games that, yes, uh, these return legs, like this return leg, it's a game that, yes, you have to prepare for tactically. You have to set up the team in order to win. But it also depends on how much the team really wants it. You know, this is a game that where you don't really need 
any kind of motivating speech. I mean, it's it's right there. You you drew one one in England. You're going back to a stadium packed, sold out, packed yes. crowd. Not uh, one seat will be available. It's going to no. be chaos. Yeah, chaos. you are you are at home. You have everything everything to you you have this is the chance this is the moment we've been waiting for uh, you don't need much you know you don't you you it, to me in these games there is only so much a coach can do in terms of game plan in terms of tactics there has to be also just a, a mental response from the players to, to want to rise to the occasion and say you know what Mkhitaryan is important but he's an important to an extent and we can we can play and we can win without him and it's one game you know it's right. one game in the league in the league you'll find solutions you'll you know you'll you'll manage um this is one game it is as Mourinho said a final this is it you know you don't think beyond this you just think what it represents and um and if play if the players really want it, then no matter whether Mkhitaryan is there or not, whether he's in the stands or he's eating a catcher pepe from home, you you will you 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 have to you have to play like it. And and if if that is the if that is the mentality, then Roma will be fine. Um, it, to me, it's once again these are things that yes. Uh, you have to you have to figure out something tactics wise. Um, Sergio Oliveira is a different player than Mkhitaryan. Jordan Vertu at this very moment, completely different player. Uh, you know, even the likes of Felix or or maybe El Sharawi, with perhaps uh, you know, if you think about maybe Pellegrini dropping into the midfield, whatever. These are very very different things, very different scenarios. What matters is the approach. Once again, it is the most important thing. And in a match like this, I find it hard to believe that the players will have a hard time mustering up some kind of enthusiasm right. for uh, a return leg that is really, I mean, it's as welcoming of a return leg as as you could have possibly imagined. This is not, you know, this is not Manchester United, Roma 6-2, to two, Okay. It's it's not you know Liverpool Roma from from uh, from four years ago or whatever wherever it was yeah right the past this is this is Roma Leicester one one all to play for without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at Granger we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, 100%. I, I have to say that, I don't know, I, 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 I'm just going to assume that this is more of an indictment on, on Mourinho than anything. It's just, there's a different mm, air to this team, I guess. I don't know. I... We're so used to Roma pissing themselves on a stage like the one of yesterday. We are so used to them just not uh, not up for it. They look scared. They look overwhelmed. And I'm not saying that they were uh, the better side of the two because I, I, I don't think just the way they set up, just by way of that, if you're a neutral, it's going to look like that, that 
Leicester were the stronger of the two. They did have the bulk of the possession, but really, if you look at the XG, I saw it was uh, 1.3 while Roma was uh, 0.5. So it's not dramatically different, to be honest with you. But the thing that really um, stood out to me, I guess, was once again in the post-match, we're so used to hearing players, the manager, just being... And, and I'm not... I, I've got to navigate this carefully. They're a bit more than just humble. It's almost like they're, they try to say the right things, but it's almost as if they lack the self-belief. But it, it, that just wasn't the case with uh, yesterday evening when you listen to Mourinho, you listen to Pellegrini, Zalewski. Again, maybe this is just some of the things that you don't really appreciate because it's hard to... It's not something physical. It's in the mind. You're not seeing it play itself out in front of you on the television. But just the mentality that I think a lot of these guys have adopted, it is not the typical ambiente Roma mentality. It is not the stuff we are used to hearing. It's not the woe is me. It's not even the uh, uh, curmudgeon Fabio Capello nonsense, which... By the way, as an aside, did you see what he said today about Tammy Abraham? Or did you miss no. it? He he, he no, gave an I interview. Uh, he did a, a, an interview with uh, Gazzetta dello Sport. And one of the things of in here... Yeah, well, his favorite. <laughs> one of the things he said in there was, if you want to, if you want to just summarize the crisis that uh, Italian football is suffering from right now, just look at how well Tammy Abraham is doing in Serie A when he couldn't even get a match in the Premier League. And no, shut up. you hear Don't him fight. say this stuff and, and you just you just shake your head because I we've said it on here a lot. And he I, was Chelsea's leading goal scorer two uh, seasons ago. Frank Lampard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, I mean. right, right. And what else did he say in there? He said... Um, Something about how Italian teams, they play too slow. The ball doesn't move quickly enough in Serie A matches. Um, he had some other complaints, too, tactically. Uh, oh, that, that was the other one. It had to do with the press. That Italian teams, they really suffer against uh, squads that press them really hard. Which, I, maybe I saw a different match yesterday. I thought Leicester were pressing Roma. Um pretty substantially. And I didn't really think it caused them too many problems. I don't know. But he, he, he did do this interview uh, after the match. So once again, um, he is one of the many pundits in the, uh, uh, the Italian media, media who is not aging, uh, at least from a mental point of view, not aging too gracefully. <laughs> this guy, he just he likes to talk out of his backside just time and time and time again. <laughs> he, but, but the thing I love about him is he alternates between... Um, how much I admire and love Roma interviews, and oh, yeah, then yeah, yeah. how much yeah, I hate yeah. Roma interviews. So I, it, it's like him and Saki are like oh, the, so, 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 the, the worst. The man. dinosaurs, oh, the dinosaurs by definition of of Italian football. <laughs> like when you uh, in the uh, Italian encyclopedia, like when you look up OK Boomer, their faces are uh, planted yes. uh, just <laughs> in, in in full uh, full capacity. On the page, I, they they just they just scream, old man, old man yells at cloud. Yes. But <laughs> as far as 
because tactically, I think Roma, we heard Jose Mourinho before the match. They were asking him, how are you going to come out? Are you going to play uh, like you did in the derby where you sent back and then you hit him on the break a number of times? Or are you going to play as you did against Balda in the in the second leg where it was pedal to the floor, all guns ablazing, and it is attack, 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 attack. I actually think that's the approach you're going to take in this match because I don't know about you. Even in the few attacking actions and opportunities that Roma had yesterday evening, I thought Leicester could have been had a number of times. I was defensively, they looked uh, just a bit shaky and not at all uh, assured of themselves a number of mm -hmm. times. And I, I thought, yeah. and two, Roma, I mean, it, it seemed like they had 50 inter interceptions. It seemed they turned, they couldn't get that pass right in the final third at any point, just beyond, uh, beyond the goal, obviously, from Zaleski. But uh, from a tactical, tactical point of view, what are you expecting or what are you hoping? Because I, I do think they're going to play as they did in the, um, as we saw against Baldo in the second leg. I, I, that's how I think they're going to come mm -hmm. out. Just uh, it, And when you play that way too, you really get... Um, the stadium sort of gets behind you all uh, much more easily, yeah. So I think they're going to take advantage yeah. of that. That's what I expect. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I I think that's you know the stadium re is the reaction of the supporters is a product of, of the approach of the team, but the approach of the team is also a product of the supporters. Yes. Uh, I mean, if you think about that ball game, the fact that they just kept going, it's also in large part because you just. You just had a crowd that was waiting. For yeah, it you feel off of They it. just, yeah, and uh, you just want to keep giving them. You know, it's like uh, it's like Maximus and the Gladiator who wants to entertain <laughs> his. You know, they're 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 asking him to entertain them, and then and he delivers. And and I I do think you listen because again it's for the taking. Why? Because Leicester are not a fantastic team. You know. Yeah, this is a team with a pretty good home record. They're tenth in the Premier League. They're they're not lights out in any department. Um, it's they're right there for the taking. When you bring them to the Stadio Olimpico, it's gonna be difficult for them. You know, it's it's going to be difficult. It's it will take some time for them to settle down. Roma will have to take advantage of those opening minutes. There cannot be you know the. Uh, a moment of doubt, a moment of oh, should we? What should we do? No, you have to go for it. Um, and I'm pretty sure that that will be instilled by Mourinho within the next week. That there, there just has to be no hesitation because you've uh, you've done great, know you know, the, with know with everything with everything else not working out as maybe expected throughout the season or or some things working out, some other things not, and, and the lack of consistency and so on. This is right there on a silver platter waiting for you to, to be like, okay, we want it. This is ours. Uh, you're, 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 you, 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 just, you just have to um, deliver for, for not only for the fans, but to yourself as well. I mean, think about all the players that we have that have been, you know, uh, who was there against Sevilla where Sevilla just completely humiliated Oh my gosh. Us, right? Cristante, Pellegrini. That was Zaniolo's last match, if uh, I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, because then he got hurt the following week uh, with the yes, Azzurri. In, in the, yes, national team second one. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, 
uh, small link. So it's 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 uh, this is it. You know, this is it. This is the the game that these players have been waiting for. This is the stage where Mourinho thrives, where Mourinho just can, you know, I mean, l- look at him, how happy he was that he could speak English to the media yesterday, <laughs> you know, it just, he was having a blast. So there is no, you know, for me, yes, it's important. The approach, the, 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 the tactical, the, the fact whether they will push, whether they will uh, keep attacking, whether they'll attack once and then back off, that's important. That counts. But the, at the bottom of it, behind that, there is, there is the approach, which, which has to be unmistakably, has to be the approach of a team that is determined, mm-hmm. of a team that is determined. Because yesterday, yes, I thought that it was, you know, it was a bit all over the place. Um, I think they surprised themselves when they scored. It was a great goal. But they surprised themselves, and and, yeah, and they yeah. didn't really know how to handle it. They were just, oh my god, we're in this position! Wow, right? You know what happened? And they held it. I mean, come on, man! I, you know, no, no, no. Uh, 15, 20 minutes from 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 doing it. They they did, they did, and 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 but but there was hes- there, there was that moment where they hesitated, where it was, oh, we're doing this. There cannot, you know, that moment cannot happen uh, in the return. Like there has to be an absolute conviction that we can do this. The same way they played against Bodo, and you just, you, they just cruised by because they knew from the from the very first minute that that was their game. It was on their turf. It was their game. It was their win. They knew that they were gonna do it, and. Uh, you just have to replicate that that same kind of mentality that this is you know yes it's a premier league side yes they may be good uh at, you know moving the ball forward but it's right there for you and uh and and you are with the one dictating the terms yeah for sure um I also I don't know if I should say something on Castan yeah because he played what 15 20 minutes before he was Oh, forced yeah. to come off. <laughs> I've held back about any Bangs Bowl references, bangs so bangs I'm going bowl, to continue doing bowl. so. Uh, I, I'm not even going to allow ourselves to. Did discuss. you did you see did you see how Gozens's uh, season at Inter is going? Yes, um, I, away from the Bangs Bowl potion, it's not really. It's, it's not really the same Gozens that we knew. Well, yeah, well, it took him what five months to recover from uh, recover that hamstring that clearly yeah, was a result he's, of. He's, he's, too no, much. he's back to individual training now. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's back. So it's a uh, it's a uh, Bangsbo potion is is real, folks. Um, it, it, don't don't let the higher powers tell you that it's not real. It is real. Wasn't that only his like second or third appearance of the season the other day against Bologna? Yeah, and it, it didn't last very long. No, well, I'm <laughs> not going a, to allow like ourselves to even uh, discuss. This match oh, and yeah. preview it and give some real, uh, well, s- some be a pain in the ass. Some this substantial insight. They're always a pain in the ass. Always, but this always. time, but this, but this time, you want to imagine a team that just won thanks to a mistake by by a second choice goalkeeper against Inter that were in the Scudetto race and now are absolutely sad and depressed. I have to I tell mean, you, they're gonna. I, I mean, the fact that Jacko might not get that Scudetto now. 
when all they had to do. <laughs> I, I mean, that's beautiful. It, well, that's that, beautiful that is, you know, the, the spiteful part of me and the, the, the part that I'm not proud of, I, I did revel in that. Now, yeah, but you know who's gonna get a scudetto in the hospital bed? Yeah, I, I knew Florence. you were going to say his name. Yeah. You're you're going to invoke his name. <laughs> I'm going to have to play the clip where our friend Walter says he's più forte di Dani Alves. Dani Alves. <laughs> I, I mean, that guy was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what is PSG? The, the they have the the title in hand with like uh, almost two months to go in the league. <laughs> Florenzi goes to the club. They they don't win the league title. They don't win the league. I mean, he goes to he goes to Milan. He blows his meniscus and he wins the league. Are we sure? Do, uh, they're going to wrap it up. Uh, I haven't looked at their schedule, admittedly. I so. mean, listen, I this is this would be the the greatest fuck you by Stefano Pioli to to yours truly for uh, yeah. for always making fun of him. You know, just the the worst coach in the world, uh, the greatest journeyman in Italian football. Would they? This would be the weakest scudetto winner of all time, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm hard pressed to think of a team that won a scudetto in the last 20 years that comes even close to being this bad individually. It's it's not. I mean, and on a coach base, I mean, it's not too far off from somebody like uh, Del Neri winning a scudetto. (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's just incredible. Um, again, we're not going to allow ourselves or subject ourselves to the the, the prospect of uh, of previewing the match against Bologna. It is what it is. Bologna, they're always difficult, um, and it it never matters who they have as their manager either. They're yeah. just always that team that it's just. It's shithousery year after year after year. Yes, after and year. they always seem to have those same players like Medel, Medel. Santander, you know, all those guys. Soriano, I'm, I'm not even sure if he's still there. I don't know, but it's just a headache within a headache within a headache. This team uh, just then will always give me flashbacks to a brilliant game by Ivan Marcano, where Roma mm. still lost, but he was easily the better player in uh, in that side. Ah, see, times. I always go back to the one of uh, Roma Bologna. Osvaldo scores one of the most sensational individual goals you will ever see, but it eventually got waved off. Actually, I'm 90% sure that was against Bologna. I could be incorrect. <laughs> I might be wrong. The other one I think of is... Also against Bologna was, I believe there's a match or there's a clip out there of him and Lamella just going at it because he didn't receive a pass from Lamella and he just uh, lost his mind. Very much like the one uh, when he was at Inter, uh, for those of you who remember that very short stint of his, when he caught the just shot from 50 yards out and Osvaldo looked like he wanted to... uh, pop his head off um yeah i don't know every time roma play bologna i think of like that 2011 to 2013 roma where it's just random guys who are at the tail ends of their career like uh, (laughs) um, uh, uh, Heinze. Heinze. that was fun so uh, yeah i mean i shithousery tomorrow i don't honestly care we're waving the white flag yeah, on top four. Like that is, 
Yeah. You don't even I worry mean, about yeah. it anymore? No, I mean, it's done. No, that is done. That is done. Roma need to, I'm not going to make any predictions, but but with Bologna, they just need to. I mean, it's they, an eight-point gap think, with four matches to go. That, that'd be akin to a miracle. Need, yeah, yeah. And I do think that they need uh, some some kind of rotation against Bologna. Mm. Uh, Give Tammy a rest, man. Shomurodov time. Give it to do, him. Do something. Do something. But they do need – they can't lose points. They, no. You know, like they can't come away empty-handed from this game. I, you know, I'm, I'm not even – I'm not even going to go more in-depth about it, but just, just to – just to keep the others away, you need to come away with some points. You just need to. Um, and um, yes, Bologna will be flying high after that that Inter win. Uh, Mihailovic in the hospital, so they're they're playing for him. They're playing for uh, for each other. And this is a team that will always always haunt us uh, yes. with Skorupski and goal, obviously. <laughs> I mean, the man who just is sitting there and, and uh, that that's his career. Good for him, but he's a pain in the ass, just like Bologna. It's it's always going to be tough, but Roma need to find a way to make this look easy. Yes. Get the points, get it over with, and then focus on Leicester because, you know, it's uh, non c'è altra strada. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Well, once again, second podcast in a row during this pilgrimage of yours, and it was flawless connection. See, yeah, it, it's it's absolutely incredible. So we'll end <laughs> it there. Uh, we will be back, of course, after the weekend before the uh, second leg in Rome. So have a wonderful rest of your weekend, and we will chat in a few days. Ciao. Ciao. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.